Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Carpool Honcho. My name's Dean Payne from the Crate Flexible Office Space. I'm Rory from the Marketing Guys. And this, our Carpool Honcho guest today, Murray Bell. Woo! So good to have you here, Murray. Fantastic to be here, mate. Bell QS. Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. day we've got in Auckland. Awesome day, mate. Awesome. And uh, what a day that we're going to get ourselves fired up with a great song, mate. What's the song that starts you up? Well, Mick Jagger, mate. Toby, start me up. Woo! What a great choice, mate. Let's crank up the sounds and get out of here. Stop me up. If you stop me up, I never stop, never stop, never stop, never stop. You make your grown man cry. You make your grown man cry. You make your grown man cry. Here we go. Set out the door. They got to leave. Nice, thank you, Murray, and so good to have you here. Yeah, so, you tell us more about who Murray is. Well, Murray, who's brought up on uh, a farm just at a um, place called Port Albert, yeah. five miles out of Wellston. Five miles out of Wellston! Yeah. So it's a dairy farm and an orchard, and uh, we um, pack the old apples. Oh, cool. But, but um, you know, people say they've got the best mother, but I'm pretty sure I had. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's boy? No, never. <laughs> of course uh, not. <laughs> and, and you told us a little sneaky story, a story about something you did before actually becoming a QS. What what was that? Give us a bit of history there. Oh, the old uh, tailoring. Yeah. yeah. So um, I left school at 16, went down to the Big Smoke and um, did a, a tailoring apprenticeship. And um, we used to work for Pumping uh, Fashions and they used to do guest jeans. Oh, my favourite jeans. That's like Mick Jaggers, eh? That's like Mick Jaggers. Mick Jaggers, yeah, bring it on. And tell me, that's a dying art in New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it is now. Most of the stuff's been made overseas, other than China. Okay, and do you still make jeans? Because I'm quite keen on it. Can you hook us up, mate? No, those are gone, man. You sure? We'll get a little table out at the crate, a little cutting table. Yeah, that's long gone now. Oh, bugger. They'll come from China now, right? They'll come from China. Let's be honest. So, okay, and uh, any, any crazy stories from back in the, the tailoring days? Mm. Yeah, when I was um, doing the, the guest jeans, we were cutting about a layer of about, I think about a thousand jeans, and um, you cut them quite high, it's about, about 20 mile high, and um, you cut them with a little bandsaw, and away we go, and cutting this thing, and um, doing it for a few while now, and uh, got a tap on the shoulder by one of my ladies who was doing a little bagging, and, and uh, she said, well, maybe that a problem. I said, Oh, no, don't tell me we've got a problem. <laughs> he said, oh, do you know any one-legged guys? <laughs> no way. Yeah, unfortunately, I cut the wrong line. And, uh, a thousand one-legged guys. So there's only 200. There's only 200. Oh, good. So there's only 200. 200 pairs of jeans and you made them one-legged. Yep, unfortunately. One leg shorter than the other. Yep. So short suddenly were in fashion. <laughs> no, no, they were. I got, I got away with it. Though. Thanks we, to we you. Just, we just cut another pair of, and cut them into shorts. Yeah. Uh, I love my denim shorts. All right, and then you went on to become a, uh, a builder. Is that no, right? I, I was worked for builders and worked for, worked my for builders. Yeah, yep, for about yeah. twenty years. Well, for, yeah, around around around. Yep, and then became a QS. What is a QS? Well, a QS is um, a person that uh, controls the finance of a building, basically of a building project. Right. So, so you, you need to set know, the budget. And set the budget to what you where you're going to a starting budget to where you're going to end up by building a mm -hmm. project. Right. So and QS is is for uh, stands for 
quantity survey. Quantity survey. Yep. Right. When, when would you get a QS involved in a, in a project? At the start. Most people should really get them involved at the start. Unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. You got any <laughs> examples of uh, of where you know where they typically get you involved too late? Yeah, that way. I went a couple of weeks ago. A young lady who, who um, built a, a hut up up north. There's a couple of huts she built, and the final bill coming from the builder um, was three times the quarter price. How much was that? Uh, the quarter price was twenty-one thousand. The final bill was sixty-five. So she was quoted twenty-one k. It comes in at sixty-five k. Yep. I mean, building projects are notorious for this, right? They are always going mm-hmm. over budget and getting exactly. You know, and you go to the bank and get a mortgage half the time, and suddenly now you're going to try and find another fifty, hundred, two hundred grand. Yeah. So here's an example of a project that's gone three times the price, and it's even a small project. It's a small project. How can it go <clears throat> wrong, mate? Like, well, that's the thing. So she got me involved, and we and had a meeting with the builder, and we went through all the invoices and found out there's quite a few double ups, and uh, um, we decided we weren't going to pay the last payment, even though he claimed it under the CCA Act, but we, we managed to get it in time. We managed to write him a letter saying that he wasn't going to get paid at the correct format, mm-hmm. and um, we didn't. We negotiated a return on her money uh, for the second payment that she paid over Christmas. Oh, brilliant! What a legend! And do people actually? Does it often happen that people only get you involved too late? Yes, it does. Mm, that's a that's a pity. Happens far too pity. often. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a problem, isn't it, with people in general? I mean, I, I deal with a lot of great people, a lot of professionals who are good at what they do. But people often just try and do it themselves, thinking they'll save themselves money. You know, True, yep. and they get scared off, I guess, by paying professionals. You know what they're worth. But it'd be two hundred bucks an hour, four hundred bucks an hour. It doesn't really matter. But often, um, like for an example, you know, if you pay an accountant four hundred bucks an hour, people will get oh, so scared of that. They don't yeah. realise that for every four hundred bucks you say you spend with your accountant, he's probably saving you twelve hundred bucks. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. I guess in your case, someone might spend a few hundred bucks with you, and I mean. Let's just, people might be scared off from using you. So what sort of price would, you know, to get you involved and just hear We start about $750. That, that includes a full takeoff for your plans. 750 bucks? Yeah, we can save quite a lot of money on this. Wow. Give, give, us, give us a typical figure of what you'd save someone. Probably close to probably $40,000. 30, 40 so grand by spending 750. See, that's exactly what I mean. Mm. You know, people get shied off by getting professionals involved thinking they'll save money, but it's a lie. No, <laughs> that's yeah. exactly. not true. Yeah. Why is it? Why is that? That's the number of mentality, I think. It's just that Kiwis can do, they can do it themselves, but they don't want to, not, not even to do it. At the end of the day, you've got to have the experience and the knowledge. There probably is a bit of a Kiwi mentality thing, isn't yep. it? You know, yep. do it ourselves, you know? Get in there, dig in the trenches, and we'll be right, mate. And, exactly. Yeah. Sheesh. Wait, wait, tell me one thing. Um, where, where do projects typically blow out, Murray? Three areas, basically, in the, in the project. You've got excavation, because um, yeah. you don't really know what's under the ground. Yeah. You've got concrete work, or some sort of thing, how deep the yeah. tiles go, how deep the footings go. And labour costs. Labour costs them seem to be the, the blowout to most of the projects, because some yeah. people just don't um, manage the labour properly. Yeah. Yeah. And... If you were building your own house, yes. I mean, you're the best guy to know where to save money, right? Because you're a you're a QS, you're a quantity survey. Where 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 the where is the ultimate potential to save money when it comes to building your own home? I think the ultimate potential is to do some of the work yourself. If you're not afraid to get to get your hands dirty, you can, you can save money. You can still build a house for a reasonable amount of money as long as you're prepared to do some of the work yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, to paint the outside of a house, you, know, you don't have to be a genius to do that. It just takes time. And also, yeah. you, you can save an awful lot of money doing that. Yeah. Also, inside, putting the jib up, again, you don't have to be a genius doing that. You can do it yourself. 
Um, stopping is a bit of a different thing, but you get to stop running after you get the gym up. Okay, let's just say we're dealing with a, say, a 180 square meter house, just nothing too massive. Yep. What sort of money would you save on painting the exterior yourself versus? Probably between 30 and 20 to 30 thousand dollars. 20, 30 grand? Yeah. And jib? Jib, you probably save 10, 15 thousand if you do it yourself. Brilliant. And I hear, wow, huh. and I hear you've recently been doing a private project and you save quite a bit of money on the kitchen. Tell us about that. Well, the kitchen's another thing you can look at saving because uh, if you do go to the showrooms, the showroom kitchens, these guys have had the kitchens for a while, there's nothing wrong with them. You can make an offer and you can boost your, your house around the kitchen. Or you can get these things called flat pack kitchens now, which uh, they look pretty good and the builder can build them for you. Oh, cool. So it depends on what sort of style kitchen you're looking at and what sort of finish in the kitchen you're looking for. Nice. So they're awesome. Let's go back to our audience and, and let's give them a couple of tips on what is the, the process to going about building your house? From A to Z, tell us, tell, the, tell us how you do what it. You, what you really should do is get a, um, what they call a concept plan done. Now, you, you don't have to go to an architect to get a concept plan done. You can just go to uh, a draft person, they can do it for you. Oh, yeah. Or you can do it yourself if you're really a good drawer. If you're good enough. If you're good enough drawer. <laughs> and um, from that, we can give you an estimate of what the house is going to cost. Now, it's just a, it's a base plug. And that's base, what a QS does. Yeah, it's right? a base plug. Take concept plan to a QS, that's a quantity surveyor. Yep. Um, and they will price it up. Correct. Because most people don't start knowing what their budget really is, do they? Exactly. Or understanding what it should be. Yes, that's right. And that's where the that's where the problem starts. So then most people go to an architect, get the drawings done, and um, put it into the council, get the consent, and then they put it out to builders, and the builders look at it and say, that's their price, and they wouldn't give it back to the client, and the client thinks, oh my God, we can't afford that. So that's, yeah, that's where the problem starts. Okay, so we get a concept drawing done. Correct. We go to a QS. Yep. What they, next? And they give you an estimate of what's, what's your budget. budget to start with. And then what? And then, then once you're happy with the budget, then you employ your your, your um, architect. Yep. I'm sure, architecture is a good place to start. Yes, absolutely. And employ them. They will do the drawings for you as long as. And before you take the drawings to the council, go and sit down with the architect. Make sure you're happy with what's in the drawings. Because once you've got it into council, that's what you're going to end up with building. And any changes will cost you money. So, so if, if a, a wow. typical lamb like myself doesn't, hasn't done much building in my life, if I point a QS in the beginning, would you be able to guide me on the correct steps going forward? Yes, we could. And yeah. you would be my consultant. Exactly. Yeah? Yep. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. That, that's really good. So cool, these, yeah. so cool. I mean, you know, what you just said there before as well is, is the builder really is the fourth step, the fourth link in the chain. Not the and often as the average Kiwi so, person, yeah. you ring the builder and like, I want to do this, right? Exactly. And yeah. um, and and they're not really professionals in how to price up jobs, and that's why no. they always end up going overrun. It's not necessarily their fault. It's just not what they're best spending their time doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, it's also you've got to get a good builder that you trust them more as well. And yeah. That's that's. Uh, that's no, that's a hard and, and, and builders I hear are you know good clients of yours. They typically use a QS. Yeah, builders. I, I work for a company called Z Build, and, and the guy's name's Zane. He's an excellent guy. Very, yeah. very honest, and uh, he's he's a great guy to work with. Cool. And basically, they they would get rung up by someone like me and say, I want to build a house. Exactly. And um, they'll bring it to you to get it priced up. So as a builder, they're not going to go wrong when it comes to quoting a customer how much to charge to do a building project or a house, right? No, that's right. Because they're going to use the QS and the QS has got the knowledge. And also, we sort of working together and make sure that we're the right one back. Makes sense. Makes a lot of totally. sense. And um, is there any 
any build or any project too small for you, Mr. Murray? No, I, I, we started um, $20,000 bathrooms to um, $20 million houses. So. $20 million. That's the biggest I've done. <laughs> like, who would you be doing a project like that for, mate? Well, you've probably seen him on the big screen a couple of times. Really? Oh, you, yeah? Really? You do projects for movie stars? Uh, yep, we did. Yep. This guy's a legend, man. That is so cool. All right, hook me up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk after the recording button goes off. Can we get him in the hot carpool honcho? Yeah. Hey, Murray, this has been a great, great interview. Thank you so much. Where can our audience get hold of you if they need a QS? Well, I work at 28 The Crack in Constellation. The Crack! Great place to work. Great place to work. Best office space out. And we love having you there with us, Murray. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Love being there, man. Love yeah. being there. So good. And um, what about an offer? You, you spoke about an offer. Yeah, I'll have a 10% uh, off the final price for any work that comes through this um, advertising oh, from the crack. That's, that's brilliant. All right, guys, if you want to get a hold of Murray and get involved with your building project, uh, use his uh, contact details in the post, in this post that's here, and uh, and he'll give you 10% off his fee. That is absolutely legendary. Amazing. So it's uh, been so good to have you with us here today, uh, Murray. It's been awesome to be here. Legend, oh, mate. Thank you so yeah. much. So quick uh, thanks to our sponsors, uh, to Flexible Office Space, The, the Crate. crate. And the marketing guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, I have gotta butt in. These guys here are the brains behind the carpool honcho. Like these guys know what they're doing when it comes to doing quirky marketing that works. So please guys, if you want to get someone on board to help you market and lift the profile of your company, talk to the marketing guys, Rory. And uh, who else is supporting this amazing show? Business with locals. You are? Yes. And then we've got these amazing guys that supplied these four wheels for us. Toyota. Toyota. Thanks to the Highlander guys, it's such a great drive. What do you reckon, mate? Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah? Beautiful. What's the best part about the Good leg room, good leg room. Good leg room. There you go. Yeah, tall like you. Six foot? Yep, that's six foot four, mate. Wow. Six foot four. Wow. It's a giant <laughs> uh, of a man. <laughs> Spread out the oil. The, the gasoline. gasoline. Come for a ride in my mean, mean, mean machine. machine. <laughs> See you later, Woo. guys. Woo. Thank you so much. <laughs> If you stop me up, I never stop. If you stop me up, I never stop.